the, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Get any sized iced coffee for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And sweeten the deal when you pair it with a baked apple or pumpkin and creme pie. After all, why wait to treat yourself? Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Guys, we lived to see Jesus awaken this generation to the power of his wonderful Holy Spirit. I love the Holy Spirit. And Fireborn is in reference to Acts chapter 1, verse 8, and Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, about you will receive power when the Holy Spirit falls upon you, and you will be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And then Acts chapter 2 is all about the day of Pentecost and the precious outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I love the Holy Spirit, and I hope that you do too. Guys, please go to charismacourses.com, and you could enroll for free in the Baptism with the Holy Spirit e-course. That's the Baptism with the Holy Spirit e-course at charismacourses.com. Or, and also, you could purchase the Fellowship with the Holy Spirit e-course. Before I introduce our special guest today and talk about all things prophetic, talk about all things Jesus, please check out this commercial on the Fellowship with the Holy Spirit e-course on charismacourses.com. You want to walk in the anointing of the Holy Spirit? Do you want signs and wonders to take place through you? Do you want to lay hands on the sick and see them recover or people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Are you looking for a game-changing move of God? I believe that it begins with our fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And I'm developing the Fellowship with the Holy Spirit e-course I know will equip you and empower you to walk in the love and grace and power of the Holy Spirit, but at the same time, know Him better. I believe that this e-course will equip you and empower you to walk in the power of God, and it will benefit your church community, it will bless you and your small group. I am Jared Lasky of Fireborn Ministries. That was the Fellowship with the Holy Spirit e-course available on charismacourses.com. But guys, I'm so excited for today's special guest, Tom Stammen. He's the founder, CEO, co-founder of Impact Ministries International. It's amazing how much 
he travels everywhere he goes. He sees lives change and transform for Jesus. He's a power evangelist. He's a prophet. And we're going to talk all things prophecy right here. He also has the city of refuge in Honduras. In Honduras. So I want to welcome Tom Stammen to Adventures in the Spirit. Hey, Tom, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. I am excited to be on your program. I love it, man. Thank you so very much for this opportunity. It is an honor. I bless the gifts and the anointing on your life. You prophesied and spoke into my life, but uh, that was a number of years ago, and I've been following your ministry ever since. But thank you for being obedient and for what you do and just trailblazing in the prophetic. Tom, how did how do you hear God? How How does God speak to you? Well, I get the opportunity to speak about 400 times a year. And so during the meeting, I have what's called a Holy Spirit commercial, or let the Holy Spirit just pick somebody out of the audience and I'll call them out. And God speaks to me usually through uh, pictures. Sometimes it's words. Sometimes it's pictures and words. Sometimes I just look at someone and I just know what's happening. Uh, somebody called that a holy hunch. Uh, other times I have a pain in my body and I know that relates to somebody that's there and uh, or a combination of scriptures will come to my mind. I was praying for a lady Two months ago in Georgia, uh, before the lights went out in Georgia, before they hung some innocent person. But anyways, and I saw Luke 4, 18 and 19. I'm, you know, paraphrased, paraphrasing the verse. And the lady pulls up her pants leg, like, it's kind of awkward. And there's Luke 4, 19 as a tattoo on her ankle. And so words come in pictures. And, but, you know, I'm blessed to get a chance to pray over uh, prophetically 20 to, to 100 people every day, 360 days a year. That's amazing. Yeah. When you prophesied in my life, you read my mail about what God was telling me to do, which eventually within, I think, about nine months or so, uh, I started serving in the Marine Corps and, you know, things like that. But you, you, I would say, read my mail. When did you first start learning the prophetic? Was there an, an encounter? Was there a slow progression into it? What, what was the process God was leading you in that? Uh, I was out of the ministry for probably um, two year, year and a half or so. I was invited to speak at this church. And I said, God, I'm going to give it 100%. Use me however you can. And the first example of the prophetic, I called out, talked uh, um, to a man. And afterwards, the pastor said, so what do you think about that guy? And he was the worship leader, said, I, I think he's molesting his son. Hmm. And the pastor took a deep breath and said, it's true. And a week later, he's arrested by the police. And then revival broke out in that church. And I began to see people with ropes around their neck or, you know, they're called in the ministry. And and I, just, I was there for two weeks. And my ministry changed after that until I can pray over anybody. I could pray for people right on over the air if you wanted. Or they can call me on the phone and blindfolded. It doesn't matter. God speaks. So, But I've, you know, I've had a little experience. I've prayed over about 500,000 times uh, in my ministry. And um, after a while, you, your eyes get spiritized. You see things. You can see words and pictures. And it can be extremely accurate, extremely accurate. And I got many stories to tell. And um, But I started back in um, 1996, and I've done probably 15,000 prophetic meetings since then. Yeah, that's amazing. So these specific details that the Holy Spirit gives 
uh, how is it that you then process that to deliver the prophecies? Or do you just do you see it and then you say it? Well, when I, do, I do a school of the prophets training. So I can train somebody to prophesy in probably an hour. Because the Bible says, and y'all, Southern Translation, and y'all can prophesy. Well, if y'all can do it, y'all should do it. It's just got to be trained in it. It can't be too difficult if everybody can do it. Because, you know, not everybody, you know, I wasn't the brightest star in the sky with the sharpest knife in the drawer. So if God can teach me, God can teach anybody. So there's four parts of the prophetic. One is that I call the, the stepping of faith. You jump out by faith. A word, a picture, a scripture, a, a thought, a feeling, a sensing, a hunch. And, and just you speak it out by faith. You don't even know what it means sometimes. I've had words in other languages. I said, I see this word and I say it. They go like, oh, that makes sense. Well, it didn't make sense to me. I didn't know that language, but they knew the language. And then number two is you have to interpret it. So you have to find out what it means. And, you know, part of the difficulty of the book of Revelation, you want confusion in the Christian church, read commentaries in the book of Revelation because it's interpretation of, of prophecy. And so you have to learn how to interpret what God is showing and then thirdly, you have to apply it. So you, you have application. You have interpretation, then application. What does it mean? It doesn't do any good just to have a what I call a la-la prophecy in la-la-la land where you just share something, but it doesn't. there's no action to it. There's no action steps. One of my friends, Pastor Tom, has a big church in Madison. He called me prophet of the Proverbs. Because there's applications. Don't just sit there and feel good about it. Do something. Change something. Get involved. And then fourthly is declaring it. We, we call things that are not as though they were. So I, I get the step of faith, try to find the interpretation. I apply it to their lives. And then we declare it in the name of Jesus. And uh, things come to pass that are pretty amazing stuff. I love that. So you have a school of the prophet. So how do you equip other people to hear God's voice? Okay. So, for example, I get together. We have a meeting maybe in Norfolk, Virginia. No pressure. Uh, right. January, it's cold in Minnesota. Anyway, but we'll get a group of people. I'll teach for an hour on the prophetic. I, I talk about uh, the, the four steps of the prophetic. I talk about that anybody can prophesy. We start from the book of Numbers, and we work our way through through Joel, Acts, and then go into Romans 12, and then we talk about the four steps of the prophetic. Then we release, we pick somebody in the audience, two or three people, and I said, okay, what do you see? And so I give them the step of, of faith. They come up with words three or four people i got to figure out what that means and interpret it and then we prophesy over them then we divide up in groups of five and so we pick a guinea pig you got people got two minutes to pray over them the four steps faith interpretation application declaration then we go to the next person we go around the circle to all five people then we narrow it down to four people same thing pick a guinea pig about a minute and a half and then we go narrow it down to three people. And then the next stage is two people, one on one. We have two lines of people. And every minute, one person prophesies, you flip it, the other person prophesies back, shift. One minute, one minute, one minute. And the very last thing we do is we have people shut their eyes and prophesy. So you can't see nothing. And they got 30 seconds to prophesy over someone they can't even see. They don't know if they're a man or a woman, a girl or a boy, a saint or a sinner. They don't know. And it's amazing how people go from not knowing anything in the prophetic. And by the end, in one hour, after one hour of doing it, the application, they actually can prophesy with their eyes shut. 
it's, it's, it's amazing how God can teach people. Oh, I believe it. I receive it. Yes, sir. Uh, and the prophetic. So what do you think is the foundation that we need before we step out in faith? I think it's essential that people know the Bible. I was in a church in uh, uh, Missouri, or Missouri last night, and the pastor talked. He preached a sermon before I did on the importance of the logos and the rhema. And the rhema is the prophetic word. But the logos is, is the Bible. And most Christians don't know the book of Genesis from the book of the Philippines. They've never read Job or Psalms. And so if they don't know the Bible, they can prophesy weird stuff, non-biblical stuff. Yeah. But the Bible says in Proverbs 30, verse 5, the word of God is a shield wrapped around us to protect us. So I believe that if a person knows the Bible, you can prophesy. You don't know the Bible, might want to learn it a little bit first. So you don't get into error and prophesy things that are anti-biblical. The rhema word, the prophetic word, always has to line up with the logos word, the written word. That's so good. I love that. I, I think we need to hear that more often hmm? in our day and age. We really do. The foundation, I love intimacy with Jesus and Holy Spirit. But yes, we need it to be filtered through Scripture. Amen. And I think another thing, too, surrounding yourselves with people like yourself, uh, Brother Jared, is that people need to spend time with prophetic people because it, it rubs off on you. People that are prophetic rub off on people that are prophetic. People that are apostolic rub off on people that are apostolic. People that are good in business rub off on people that are good in business. And so you need to surround yourselves. I call the law of association. Surround yourselves with people that are prophetic. And it does. It's like osmosis. It does flow from person to person. I've seen brand new believers prophesy. They learned in two hours. They barely even know the Bible. You know, they need to know the Bible, but but they just are around that prophetic anointing and it rubs off. But still the foundation is always the scriptures. So good. I love that. Thank you for saying that because, we again, we need to hear more of that. Now, Tom, your ministry, Impact Ministries International, has an incredible work in Honduras. So what is God doing through you in, in, in Honduras? Well, I'm very blessed to be married to an awesome woman. She's over there studying, and her name is Dr. Teresa. She's a doctor, and I'm a der. But anyway, um, so we work together. She's a great team player. And so back in 2011, God spoke to me and said, I want you to build me a city. I was driving through a town called Jefferson, and I saw a starship. And I thought I could build a city. No, that's a joke. Could be a anyway, a, a city, I mean, think about this, brother. Brother, How many cities have you ever been to that was built by a Christian in your lifetime? Uh, you know, I've never visited Zion, so probably zero. Yeah, Zion, I've been to Zion. But it was, you know, 80 years after Dowry passed away or whatever. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, no Christian cities. So when I felt the Lord tell me, I want you to build me a city, I, I kind of laughed. and went, I, I can't build things out of Legos. Even if I'm in Nigeria. Legos, Nigeria. <laughs> anyway, and uh, actually, my favorite uh, movie came out of Africa. It's called Ghana with the Wind. But anyway, um, we'll get back to the point. And so, uh, build a city. I, I, I can't build a city. I can't, I, I, how can I do this? And we have three buildings on the property. And this month we finished our 70th building on the property. And it looks like a city. So whose builder and maker is God. That's amazing. And I, it's self-supporting, correct? Our, all right now, the, we're raising enough food uh, for our children. We have 72 kids full-time. And we have 89 employees, soon to be over 100. And it raises all, pretty much all the food for 
for all, all the workers and our kids. And so we just had a, a, how many baby calves? I think three baby calves last week. Uh, a year ago, we got our first black heifer. So we're hoping to get chocolate milk. <laughs> we are. And so we raise, we've had uh, 40 baby pigs. We have a thousand fruit trees, mangoes and guavas and chickens and rabbits. And so uh, the food self-sustaining, we're, we have a, we're setting up a mall, we have a farming, we have a Christian school. And so we're the number one employer for 25,000 people. And every month we get a little bit closer to be more self-sustaining as far as paying the employees. The place can make it on its own, but we're required by the government to have social workers and doctors and medical doctors and um, teachers and all kinds of things. So it's fairly expensive. Yeah, it's amazing. So because you're prophetic and, and uh, apostolic, if I go there today to the city of refuge, could those kids prophesy over me because the anointing is tangible, it's transferable? Probably not. That's why, no. If I'm not there enough to be able to do that, it's just like, is that I, I pray and prophesy about 400 times a year, but our kids, I'm more of a dad. I'm the happy dad. And so we play sports, we play games, we have uh, pastors there, we have ministers there, and I'm the, the fun dad. I, I need to teach them how to prophesy. That's very good. Um, but um, there's, I mean, they have church services. They have soaking services. They're spiritual. They love God. But when I go down there, it's, it's daddy time. And we have, all, we have, fun. we have swimming pools and water park and basketball, volleyball, rack, not rack, but, um, wrestling and uh, kids have a lot of fun. So. That's awesome. So how did God lead you uh, to start taking care of orphans? A number of years ago, I uh, went down to Honduras and I was going to be doing a crusade. And um, one of our staff people got lost. We were looking to buy land and drove by a garbage dump. And we saw little kids eating garbage. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about school lunch. Okay? I'm talking about they're eating garbage. And she said to me, see the little girls there? If they don't find food to eat, they have to work tonight. And that just ruined my whole life because we were, we could have retired seven, eight years ago. We had a good prophetic ministry. We, we were ordained about 800 people. That alone is, is enough for a full-time person. But when I saw that, it radicalized me. And so we made it our destiny to rescue girls from sex trafficking and to build orphanages and self-sustaining cities to protect the orphans and the girls that we rescue. Yeah. Wow. You're, I know that you're a very busy man but God is doing these incredible things. Can you share some stories of people's, people's testimonies of lives changed, transformed through your ministry? Um, a number of years ago, I was in Madison, Wisconsin. I was praying over a business owner. And I said, I see three things, $10 million, the Catholic church and a big health club. And he said, I'm meeting with 10 bankers. I'm gonna ask them for $1 million each the best land in Madison, Wisconsin is owned by the Catholic Church. We're going to build a health club. And they built it. Prophecy 2. I said, I see you building another club near Milwaukee. And they built that. Then I saw another. them building a huge log cabin on, on a lake. And they built that, too. And so the guy probably had about $25 million worth of prophecies. I wish he would have got a commission for God. <laughs> right? Could have built another orphanage or another city. Um, so that was an incredible thing. Uh, another guy prophesied over years ago. I said, I see you impacting a leader in the United States. And within six months, he was working with um, uh, Teen Challenge and he was driving a guy from Texas around. He said, you're gonna be the next president of the United States. This is George W. Bush. Wow. Or George, whatever Bush, the second Bush. 
And so we pray for people uh, today, people have been abused. God may, may show me, you know, I had two days in a row back to back where God showed me the names of people I was praying for, which what are the odds of that? And starting churches and building ministries and traveling around the world and um, building big businesses. But sometimes it's just praying over little kids. I was praying over a, a young man a year ago in Missouri. I said, you know, um, you're going to you're going to impact the world in sports. You're a great runner. He's number ranked number one in, in the state in running in Missouri and number seven in the United States. That was just a little home meeting and this kid come and God rocked him. And so we've seen some amazing prophecies come to pass around the world. And every day God's fulfilling new things. It's pretty exciting. I love it, especially when you have a track record. We, we need a track record. The prophetic is different than the other ministries because if you prophesy, it might take some time. Right. You know, David was anointed and prophesied king, and it took 20 years. Yes. So to so there's a principle of sowing and reaping. Mm -hmm. Honestly, if we're in the prophetic, we sow, 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 sow. And in time, we reap. So it's, it's you know, people eventually realize, oh, yeah, I remember that prophecy. That was years ago. And then there's future abundance, I believe. So have you seen that in, in your life as well? Oh, so many times. I, I prayed over a couple. They're probably late 50s. I said, I see having another child. The woman says, well, you know, my plumbing really isn't working all that well. <laughs> okay. And uh, I said, well, I see having a little kid. I don't know what to say, but it's a little girl, and you're going to love that little girl. And um, I haven't seen him in seven years. And back in February before, I call it the scamdemic. But anyway, uh, pandemic. Anyway, before... Before that, I saw this couple that had a seven-year-old girl. And they said, you were right. I said, God is right. And so we a couple that was pastoring that church, I said, I see a adopting. You don't adopt a kid in one month in America. And a month later, they adopted a baby. Now they adopted another one. And so, so at some prophecies, take seven, 10, 15, 20 years. And some prophecies, my friend, never happen because the people are not obedient. You have to follow through on obeying the prophecies. You can't just expect god to do it all he doesn't do it all he works with you i love that yes obedience is key uh my wife and i are just filming our third e-course on entry level prophecy and obedience is one of the keys because too often people are saying well this never was never fulfilled well did you obey uh-huh obey because there are some prophecies and this is probably another conversation later on um, sure. in another interview about how there are conditions to some prophecies. Well, all prophecy is conditional. Oh. I, serve, I serve an iffy God. Iffy, I obey, he'll help me. And iffy, I don't, he won't. All promises are if then, if you, then he oh. will. Right. And, and you <laughs> well, like Jonah has a whale of a story when it comes to that. Yes. Yes. And uh, in three days, you're going to be destroyed. Well, it didn't happen because they repented. And so you can change the prophecy based on your obedience or disobedience. I love it. Hey, if you don't mind. Yes. Let's see if someone needs a prophetic word because I want to do sure. have you prophesy over someone. That'll be fine. And then. Let's do an activation for everyone who's watching now, watching later, or listening later when this drops on the Adventures in the Spirit uh, podcast. So if anybody needs a word, 
Holy Spirit, come. Uh, I'm Holy Spirit, come. If if Lance here is still on, do you know Lance? Have you ever met Lance before? No, I know some Gillilands. I'm actually in in Missouri, Missouri, and uh, one of my friends' his name is Dan Gilliland, so it's got the same last name. So. Okay. Golf course is that from what Florida? Where's that from? No idea. Uh, he's oh, he's saying from Gulf Shores. Gulf Shores. Yes, yeah, Gulf Shores. Yeah. So Holy Spirit, come. What is what is the what is okay, the Lord? Thank you, Lance, for taking the time. Um, I really do believe you have a magnetic personality, which people are going to like you that love Jesus. And the ones that don't love Jesus are not going to like you. And and I believe this, that uh, you're a man that's going to make uh, great decisions and walk in righteousness, that you're not an average person. You're not mediocre, mediocre whatsoever. And then you have these powerful dreams you're going to write down. The Bible says, write the vision, make it plain. That God's going to give you favor. I am pray that you impact not only uh leaders and communities or sharp business people, I pray you impact athletes. One of the blessings we've had is being able to pray. We had prayed over a, a, a man and he won the national title in football this last year, division three. And I preached for his football team and 60 people got saved. And I could see this man here making an impact, teaching and increasing in knowledge and wisdom. And people like you, you have a good sense of humor. Not sure if it's as bad as mine. It's okay if it's not, but um, I pray that you're a man to be a landowner. The Bible says the meek shall inherit the earth. And so I pray for properties for God to put in your lap. I pray, Father God, when the devil tries to destroy him, he just puts the devil underneath his feet and walk in authority and cast down all these imaginations that would try to stop him. And so let him be a man that's well-connected and God gets the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, Lance, that word was for you. Let us know. Give us some feedback in the comments and I'll pull that up. And then, uh, so I'll wait real quick. I think we should do one more prophecy and then go into the activation. So Holy Spirit, do you have another word for someone? If someone else needs a prophetic word, please feel free to comment. Yes. Uh, let's see. We've got Teresa. Oh, Teresa. Is this Teresa Gregory from, yeah. from um, Ohio and Florida? Yeah. Okay. She's one of my friends. This isn't even fair. Oh, well, then tell you what, I'll prophesy over Teresa, but here's some, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Here's, here's some feedback from Lance. Amen. I agree. Glory to God. Bless you, Lance, in Jesus' name. Well, let me tell you about Teresa Gregory. Between her and my wife, Teresa, two Teresas, she is the sharpest, most anointed, prophetic business person I've met. And she can put, she can all work. 99.9% of guys, let alone women. Amen. And uh, she walks in authority. She is talented. She's met more successful people uh, than you and I probably will ever dream of in our lifetime. And the devil fights her and fights her and fights her. But she knows greater is he that's in her than he that's in the world. I just hear beyond Donald Trump or, or the governor's, you know, business team and to be able to con do consulting. She's got a tremendous gift to teach and to train and consult. I assume she has. If she doesn't, Jared, she needs her own podcast. And Jared, if you're to ever interview somebody, you need to interview this Teresa Gregory. Assuming that's the right one, looks like her. Anyways, and she's full of the fire of God, and she's overcome so many things. One of the hardest working women of God you ever meet. She needs to write books and have your own podcast. So may God bless you, and I pray you'll instead of making three million a year or ten million, you make twenty million. She can make a lot of money to build the kingdom of God. She's a powerful woman of God. 
and Jared, you need to, you know, I need to meet her as soon as you can. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, yeah, I'd love to give her a word because while you're talking, you know, I try not to uh, filter um, information that's being received. I'm trying to filter from the Holy Spirit. But this is what I saw for for Teresa Gregory. I saw a cave and I felt like there was probably a time where she had to she may have felt like she had to survive. Like, I don't know if this is emotional. Uh, I'm not sure what this entails, but it was like in a cave for a season. But yet it was in that cave where the the anointing of the Holy Spirit was filling her and being poured out upon her. And there were these new creative ideas. And then as she emerged out of the cave into the daylight, into the sunshine, into the new, into the new, those ideas were transformed into financial blessing. But I, I see it not just as one thing, like, like these ideas, it's not just one thing in her hands, but they start coming in multiple, dropping from out of her into multiple and multiple streams. I see them turning into multiple streams. And, uh, and then so there, there are some things that will come back to her and she'll just keep releasing those further out into the world, into the nation. So I bless you, Teresa Gregory, in Jesus name. And I know her very well. And that's mega confirmation right there. Amen. I, knew, I know too much privy information, but that was a right on word, brother. You nailed it. Thank you. Amen. So now we want to activate people on Adventures in the Spirit. We want to activate everyone who's watching now, watching later, listening in later to hear God and to prophesy. Would you lead us in an activation? Yeah. Um, the Bible says out of your belly or out of your heart will flow rivers of living water. So I want you to take one hand, put it on your belly, one hand, put it on your heart. And we're gonna, I want you to right now shut your eyes and take a deep breath and say, everybody say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Fill me. Fill me. And the Hebrew word for prophecy is nabi, which means bubbling up. And Jesus declared it, that out of your belly or out of your heart will flow rivers of bubbly, prophetic words, word of knowledge, past, present, future, words over people, over themselves. Release that in the name of Jesus. We break down any barriers, anything that's plugging it or damming up those rivers. We command the dams break in Jesus' name. And let the rivers of from heaven flow through us into prophetic words. We activate in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you. Hey, if you're listening in now and you just prayed with us, now go prophesy. Yeah. Prophecy is vocal. I'm not don't text it. But call someone or walk up to someone and prophesy the word of the Lord to them in Jesus' name. Tom, thank you so much for being part of, of Adventures in the Spirit. What is the best way for people to get more information about your ministry? Uh, two things real quick. One is uh, my phone number is 612-202-6064. 612-202-6064. 612-202-6064 or website, tstammon.com, T-S-T-A. MMAN.com or Google Honduras Tom, Tom Honduras, City of Refuge Honduras. You'll find us. Thank you, my friend. I love it. Tom, I've never heard a prophet give out their phone number. <laughs> it could be fun. I should maybe have my title Adventures in the Spirit of Answering Phone Calls from Strangers. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, thank you for answering my phone call. I did email you before that. Yeah, calling is better. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so very much, Tom. It was an honor and a pleasure. Anybody who's watching in or listening in, please subscribe yes. and review and also share Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Uh, uh, podcast available on Apple, available on Spotify, available on Google, on the Charisma Podcast Network. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, please subscribe, rate and review, and share Adventures in the with Jared Lasky podcast. We love you all. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Tom, for being on, on Adventures in the Spirit. You're welcome, brother. God bless you. Have a supernatural day. You too. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in the spirit. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 5.50% APY on an 8-month CD special or 5.00% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC.